Today I talk connection and commitment as we chat to Anita Ryder, founder of Cheeky Monkey Club on Benny Asking People Questions. There are people who know how to perform to children. They know how to make it fun, how to make it lively, and they know how to educate, and they do this brilliantly. But then there are a few who know how to include children, who understand that fun, education, and liveliness come from connection comes from the feeling of connection a child has with the performance. At first glance, today's guest may be easily targeted as someone who was, who was a performer, and, and why not? That's her history and her music and her energy follow closely. However, to witness her with children or running a session, one quickly sees the connection is present, that the connection is there, that she cares more about the children than the content. Her brand is a complex beast, and I'm very glad to have her join me here today to, I guess, decomplex it, if that is a word. Welcome, Juanita, or as the children refer to you as Juanita, (laughs) rider of Cheeky Monkey Club. Juanita, hello. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Benny. Isn't that funny? One eater. Yes, I'm, you're right. Amazing. I think it's one of the greatest things I've ever heard. When you, when you and you did the little symbol of the one eater. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. I was just yeah. that was it for me. That was the only question I really wanted to get to. Well, so I'm go. glad we got that out of the way. Done. <laughs> Let's now, go have a coffee. <laughs> exactly. Now, before we get too involved, I, I, can you just kind of. I guess explain Cheeky Monkey Club because it, because it is a bit com- it's a bit of a complex product in a way. I, I didn't quite understand it until I was really looking into it because yeah. you aren't necessarily the face of it. Um, it, it at first glance, I mean, you call yourself the creative director. I mean, that's that's definitely somebody behind a desk more than somebody dressed, you know, in bright colours sitting in front of children. Yeah. Um, was it originally designed to maybe be on sold with other performers or, or what? what is it? What, what was it for you when you first began? Well, I started obviously with my dancing career so and then ended up with a dancing school and then sold the dancing school and then I just had this passion to be working with children forever, you know, and so I thought there was a real gap. I mean, this is back in 2003 that I just could not find somewhere that was fun, funky, groovy, a bit hip, but there was kind of beautiful content that was the fun learning that the children are learning these, you know, different different concepts and themes without them realising they were learning. And I couldn't find anywhere to take my little boys. Yeah, right. And so I had this idea that I sold the dancing school so I could spend more time with my babies. And this cheeky monkey club, was created because I called my youngest a cheeky monkey, like every parent calls yep. their children yep. a cheek, you know, their child a cheeky monkey. And so I thought, right off I go, I'm going to go register the name Cheeky Monkey Club. Couldn't believe that I could, <laughs> so I registered it. <laughs> I, and, think, I think every kid's artist goes through uh, that when they go, I'm going to call myself yeah, the lolly exactly. shop. And then you go, oh, my <laughs> God, it's available? <laughs> I know, and especially with it being such a generic term, you know, yeah. I was – kind of at two minds about it, but I thought at least it's memorable. Um, And so then Cheeky Monkey Club, and the whole idea was to continue with the dance, to continue with the music, um, however, to weave these little fun, clever activities, you know, like your numeracy in the arts Mm. and and just making them problem solve and all those gorgeous games that you can play where where they're not realising that they're problem solving, you know. So, And so I just started writing and I just started deli- – and then I did a pilot with a group of friends and they went, this is really great, the kids love that. 
And then one thing led to another where I found myself hiring a hall and delivering the, the sessions and dealing with parents. And then I thought, oh, you know what? This needs to go bigger. So this is at the time we were living in far north Queensland, uh, up in Cairns. And it ended up, I was approached a few daycare centres and said, this is my, my program that I've written. Um, it's about fun learning, where the fun learning never stops, you know, not all, you know, interactive musical adventures. And so it went like wildfire. I was in nearly every centre in, really? in Cairns. Yep, could not keep up. So I had to put wow. on somebody to do kind of like my job. So I trained somebody. So there were the two of us doing morning and afternoon shows every day of the week. And then that was pretty much for four years. And then I had to come back to Brisbane to um, for work related, you know, my partner. Yep. And but it, but I was I was ready to come back to to Brisbane. Cairns got a little too small for me, but um, <laughs> so you know, I, I'm yeah. a bit of a I like I like the city. Yeah, sure. And and so then it just kept on happening where I would get a call and another thing would happen where Juanita, can you run a kids club for a corporate? Um, you know, conference. And sure. so then before I knew it, I would have client people that would ring me and say, can you do this? They could see that I was working with children, I suppose. And yeah. the word would spread and possibly it happened in Cairns more in the beginning because it was such a small town, so, you know. So that's, I, I gained my confidence, I suppose, in that, you know, an area, environment. It's Cheeky, Cheeky Monkey from the Cheeky Monkey Club. It's Cheeky, Cheeky Monkey from the Cheeky and then the daycare centres just continues and that's a beautiful component of my program and I feel very blessed that I have this continuous content contact, I should say, with the children every day because I'll just have an idea in my head and it's like, you know, I'll off I'll go to the centre and I will go, oh, right, boys and girls, you know, everyone, will you be my guinea pig today? This is an idea I've got, you know, mm. and, and they, they get so excited because they're like the test bunnies, you know. And so I'll do it and I'll tell them if I'm writing a new song um, and I do it and then I'll ask them if they like it, you know, but I can see. I can see, And you always can tell if your oh, content's a, a doozy or a don't, yeah. you know, or, or a, you know, or, or a winner, I should say. But um, I don't know if I've answered your question, but it's kind of just no, it kept on it just incredibly detailed. It You've just done a very good kept job on escalating, like evolving, and like and at times I feel like I'm a rabbit just chasing, you know, find, <laughs> going down all these different holes, and um, because I don't stop creatively, you know, I just I'll have an idea. Much to my poor husband's, <laughs> you know, but but you know, just stick with one thing, and it's like I just get so excited. I just get so excited, and I think, oh, that would be amazing. I want to do that, you know. And I mean, if if making money wasn't important, <laughs> then yeah. I think I would just be in a real, you know, we'd all would be, you know, wouldn't wouldn't life be amazing? Absolutely. Well, <laughs> so, I have this I have this um, conversation with my wife constantly. I keep saying to her, but money's not important to me, so I shouldn't have to earn it. Um, it doesn't last very long though. She usually wins, <laughs> no, that. Exactly. She wins that argument no. pretty quick. <clears throat> Moving from Cairns to Brisbane, I mean, I guess you've had those four years to really solidify mm. the, the, um, the product more than anything. Yeah. Do you think it would have been as easy if you just started it in Brisbane or do you think having that sort of baptism or the sense in 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 cans kind of gave you the confidence to go I know this does work I know people are going to need it 
Because it is a bit daunting because there's a big difference. Like word of mouth is a really beautiful network, but when you don't have word of mouth, you just have cold calling and that's a very different world. Yeah, 100%. And that was definitely a big, you know, it took, if that was a really big win for me, it took a lot of door knocking, I won't lie, you know, and I think persistence and, you know, and back, often I look back, I even remember when I started my dancing school, you know, to have that resilience when you really believe in something and mm. you just think that, no, this is really special, you know, and people need to see it and it just takes that one. And I do remember in Cairns, you know, I would do the ring and be really hi, my name's Juanita and I've got this great program and, you know, you mm. give them the spiel and it's, oh, that sounds great, but, oh, no, thanks, <laughs> you know, mm. and it's like, how am I going to? So, of course, I just had to tell them that I was going to come for free, do a free session, show them what it's all about and then they can make their mind up. Not once did I have a centre that would go, yeah, thanks, but no thanks. Wow. Um, and so that was my, I suppose, I had the time to, you know, I just had to do that. important to you in the classes because I was watching the live recording um, mm-hmm. of the season song with the preschool mm-hmm. children and, and mm-hmm. as I mentioned in the start you, there is a difference one thing that stands out with the way you do things is is your inclusion of the children how the children are part of what the story is or what the journey is or, or what the contribution yeah. is and you said before you know you might sort of say it off the cuff and go oh you know and I use the kids as guinea pigs to try new songs mm-hmm. but but I think there's actually something really insightful about that that you do come to a session with I guess a pretty clear plan but you're also coming with the idea and the comfort that that plan could be completely irrelevant because you've got to let yourself go with the children a bit. And yes. I saw yeah. that in the in that in that little snippet of the season's song. I mean, is that yeah. is that just naturally you? Did you have to think about that, or is that just your? Are you talking person. about the one where the leaves come down or where I talk about the season wheel? You're talking about the season wheel. But but, yeah. but they're in yeah. through all of them. There's this way that mm. you engage the children. I mean, is that mm. your personal agency with children or is that something just, that you've just gone, you know, if the kids aren't involved or if the kids aren't part of the process, then I've lost them? It's The interaction is extremely important to me, you know, and I love it when they feel – I think the whole concept of having this puppet, you know, this monkey, I mean, really, who does not do a lot, let's be honest, because I'm not I'm not a ventriloquist, you yeah. know, and Cheeky Monkey Club started with this little tiny monkey puppet that I bought – that my grandmother bought me off the shelf in a toy store, and then I had this little puppet for 10 years and it was just a cute little token. But then when I decided I wanted to do bigger and better things with this, I had to have my own branding of, you know, the imagery of my own monkey. Sure. And this monkey that was created, when it arrived in the box, it was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do with this big thing? You know, like it was like four times the size of my original monkey. <laughs> so it's Love like it's it. the size of a child. Yeah. You know? so, but the children just, and they know he's a puppet, um, but they just love the idea I'm coming back around to answer your mm. question, I suppose. They love the idea that they are learning 
the things that he wants them to learn. And so I'll present them with like, you know, Cheeky Monkey, you know, did this today or he's got a, a spider who really loves hiding in leaves and or that Cheeky Monkey's got a favourite season. Can we figure out what it is? They have that. And because he doesn't talk, they almost have this ownership where they all feel like they're, yeah, you know, they speak they're his best friend. They have yeah. to, exactly, they're his voice. Yeah, yeah. And um, it's worked beautifully. And so he doesn't have a voice, but it has not, like has not for once, you know, where I've thought, oh, my God, I think I need to take up ventriloquism, you know, like or get yeah. learning. But it's just not needed. You know, their imagination, I think, um, and so them interacting, it's like they want to be hands-on. Um, you know, they, I mean, even though they're not allowed to like hug and touch him all the time because that would just be too hard. But he just sits there, you know, in his little glares, you know, and you, sometimes I look around and I'll see a little kid kind of like waving to him and go, why is he just staring at me, Miss Juanita? You know, and it's like they love him so much. And I think maybe the size of him is, is has been a winner, you know, because he is does it, just sit there. But... Is it easier for you as a performer to, to potentially t- have that connection through the puppet? I mean, you, you just physically yes. you've lost a hand. Yeah. Which, no, may, which makes yeah. stuff pretty hard. No, that's true. But but, but is, the, it, is it easier for you as somebody who's trying to get something across the children to be able to have a vehicle that you yeah. – because it's, it's, it's you connecting immediately with the yeah. children without having to connect with the children. It is true. true. And he was designed – he's not – we call him a prop puppet because he does, does you know, he does sit there. Because he holds the door us, open when you need to hold the door open. <laughs> when or he holds his little mystery case or he holds, here, cheeky, hold this, you know. Yeah. But, um, no, the interaction, I mean, I think, and, and the songs that just happen, I'll just sing about anything and I'll fall mm. into like a, a rhyming sort of a song. That season's one is something that just popped in to my head when we were, you know, talking about all the different seasons. So I must say that, you know, that was planned, sorry to say. But um, it's something, you know, and I have so many of them. I have like about 16 different themes Mm. and they've all been documented. They've all been written in a syllabus form. So if somebody ever wanted to take on my program, it would be like a matter of, okay, here's, here's your lesson plans, here are your lesson plans, these are the songs that we do, this is the choreography, it is all documented. So if I was to tomorrow it's all recorded you know there's still, and there's still someone yeah. to fill the high demand in cans. Some, exa- exactly <laughs> but, but i guess the, 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 i guess what, what i mean more about the scripted element is is mm. yes of course you've got a preconceived idea that it's seasons but then mm. it takes this big tangent with the children talking about their favorite season and what they do yeah. on their favorite season and you respond to that and i guess that's the difference you can have yeah. an idea. You know what the concept or the core value of the lesson or the or the experience sure. is, but y- you're removing that wall between you and the children and allowing the children to be part of the journey of that experience okay. as well. And I think you that's... never know. You never know what they're going to say. Yeah, and you've got to respond yeah, to totally. that. You know, you oh, can't. 100%. You can't. No. You can't go. That's off. Yeah. That's off script. No. Thanks for no. that contribution, but I've got to move back. You've got to go. No. Okay, I might spend the next half hour yeah. talking about I lo- snow people because that. that's what this no. kid wants to talk about. <laughs> and I love that organic feel. You mm. know, I love that where it's just so raw and honest because children are so honest, you know, and that's what I often I think, you know, I've learned so much in my journey of, of re- creating this program and I continue to learn. Um, mm. And it all it continues to evolve. So oh. 
just last week, you know, something came up where, you know, we, we're doing this month we do I'm Growing Up. And um, it was something so simple where we're talking about cheeky monkeys turning um, five because I relate the children how they're some of them are leaving, the, you know, going to school yep. next year. Yep. And so we discuss, you know, and I tell them that they can be anything they want to be. And I have all these pictures of different things in a different um you know, what, what do you want to be when you grow up? Um, then we talk about birthdays. Sorry, I've gone off topic. We could talk about birthdays and having a party. And then straight away, one of the children putting up their hands to tell me what we needed to have this party. Yeah. And that all of a sudden became this memory game. Mm. And it was like we were going, all right, we need balloons. And then the next kid would put their hand up, we need presents. Mm. We need balloons and presents. And, so we're, and then they were standing up one at a time to see if they could recite. We got up to 10 things. And it turned into this memory game, you know, and that just continues to happen where you just have to go. I mean, that was not planned, you know, but the teachers, you know, because the teachers observe mm. and then will uh, do extension activities off my content and that's how the way, the way it's always been and they get inspired, I suppose, because they're not the person that comes in for the hour. <laughs> they're not there all day, you know, so <laughs> yeah, you get yeah. to kind of come in and, and, you know, excite the children and do yeah. these beautiful activities and off you go. Yeah, <laughs> so, totally. You don't have to clean up everything. Um, yeah, so that happens all the time. You know, I, I guess I guess the reason why I bring it up and and sort of harp on it a bit and and mention it in the introduction is because it's it's a real, it is a genuine skill. It's not something a lot of people understand, particularly in the world of children's performers. It doesn't mean people don't do it. I mean, it's a different type of world. I mean, if you're standing on a stage in front of children, you, you sort of more or less can't do that because there is a bit of a disconnect between you and the audience. Yeah. But, you know, the idea. The idea, I guess it's also about going behind, going deeper behind the motive. Like you're saying, you had this preconceived idea and you ended up talking about designing the party mm. because that's the important bit to the children. Yeah. And you can't totally. dismiss that. You've got to respond to that. You know, you've yep. got to pick yep. up on that. And I think that takes great skill to be able to go, it's not where I wanted to go. No, totally. But that's okay. <laughs> I can do this. I can do yep. this. And that song yep. I was going to sing, I'll just hum it and change the yep. words to, I'm putting yep. up yep. balloons and cake. Yep. That's and I think exactly you've got to do happened. it because that's yeah. that's the agency the child feels in that performance, and then that's 100%. when they are immediately engaged, and that's when they feel they're invested. They're Absolutely. invested, and they they're, feel they're, valued they're within that interaction. Right. That's enough of me praising you about that because we can do that for <laughs> hours. So I'm going to leave it because for the love of God, let's talk about the music. Um, so in 2017, you release Have Some Fun, a surprisingly musically diverse album. There's actually really a lot going on in that album. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, was it was there a <laughs> musical agenda or was it just, just a case of you going, oh, I've got 10 years of songs and let's all just... <laughs> Hurl them you know into this happened? bucket and see what comes I'll, out. I'll tell you exactly what happened. No, so here I am and we're in Cairns and the idea of doing a TV commercial to advertise our our interactive classes because you can pay for a TV advertising in Cairns. Mm, <laughs> you can afford amazing. it. And so um, I, need, I, I needed a jingle. <laughs> exactly. Go, I don't know. I needed a jingle. And so the guys, the production company who did my TV ad said, okay, this is the guy who does the jingle, got in contact with him. He said, do you have, what words do you want? I'm like, oh, oh, I can write something. I can put a few little rhymes together, you know. So I wrote, the very first, the song that I wrote was Go Cheeky. 
and um, they, they produced it. I just sang it into the phone and said, this is how I hear it. This is the melody. Um, these are the words. Sent them off. It came back. And I went, oh, my gosh, that's so fun. That's so fantastic. Go me. Because I'm not a singer. I've never said I was a singer. And it's quite funny. I'm, really? I'm a dancer. Is, yeah, is absolutely. Really? That's interesting. I'm a, I'm a dancer. I would sing if I had to, um, but not a confident singer. And so but, then. Because <laughs> well, you, you, you do sing with a, with a, with a certain assumption of skill. Like, okay, you know what I mean? So like, thank you, Benny. Thank yeah. you. I think I, I just, you know, I, I tell myself I can sing now because I think, well, you know. Sure. Oh, well, I've, got, I've gone this yeah, far. I yeah. can just do it. Just no do it. No one's telling you you can't. So, yeah, exactly. No. And so then um, I had so much fun with this jingle and then I started putting this song into my lessons and I'm going, oh, it can be our little kind of theme song. How lovely. So that happened, beautiful, and then a couple of years passed and I thought, oh, I think I'd like another song. And so I contacted this guy and said, I'd like another song. And he goes, all right, send it through. Let's do it. And so we did Who's the Monkey? Because I would just sing along no in my car way. and make these songs up. Who's the monkey? That claps the beat. You know, I'm not sure if you know that one. And, is anyway, he, and he's the one singing. Um, oh, yes, he is. That's exactly right. So that's right. the guy who's singing on the album, okay, my mate who made yep. my music for me. Yep. And so then off I – that was it. I had those two songs and I was happy. Then – Fast forward to 2014 and I did a year off and we had a sabbatical. We went and lived in Italy for a year. Beautiful. And then it was amazing. I did a lot of figuring, like a lot of thinking, you know, okay, I need a new monkey. What am I doing with this cheeky monkey club? You know, where am I heading? What's my goal? What's my purpose? So I came back and went, <laughs> I want some purpose? new music. What's my purpose? What's for lunch? <laughs> what am I doing What wine exactly? should I have for Let's lunch? <laughs> Yeah, it was quite quite a nice place to uh, to sit and to, ponder. To be, to be lost and confused. <laughs> totally. And so then I contacted my mate and I said, all right, I think I'd like another song. That's <laughs> this is like after how many years? Because I've written a song about speaking Italian or about loving pizza. And and so he goes, for goodness sake, Juanita, write an album. <laughs> so, wow. And he said, you're really great at writing lyrics, and which I took as a compliment. He said, do an album, you know, do it. Yeah. And, and I went, oh, never thought about that. And that is how it happened. And so then um, I figured out because of my 16 different themes that I have in my session, my shows, what songs do I need? to replace because I had my own playlist of using other artists yeah, in my you know, musical adventures. It's like, all right, I don't want to use that artist anymore. I want my own song yeah. about going to Uluru and following the animals. The emu runs, the kangaroo jumps. The platypus swims, the kookaburra laughs at me. The emu runs, so the kangaroo jumps, I mean, the koalas climb the trees. The crocodile snaps, the platypus swims, and the kookaburra And then Cheeky builds a treehouse, so we had to do a building a treehouse song. So all those different themes are all... Belong As to around what my, needed to happen. My, it's what ha- what I had to have, yeah. and then and I couldn't do them all because of budget, <laughs> of money, damn yep. that money, and then we well, had um, blown it all in Italy. Exactly, <laughs> I had no money, so, no. and so I had a budget, very steep budget. 
The snakes go and the bushwalker says, The wombat digs, the scorpion stings, the kidneys eat, and it's not me. The flies go, the snakes go, and the bushwalker says, I'm a little scarecrow, which is obviously taken off. I'm a little teapot, which the children go nuts for. They love that song so much. So I found that I had this and then all of a sudden you've got like, oh, I need a, I need my Zoom to the Moon song. <laughs> I need to whack that space one in. So no, it's very eclectic. <laughs> I agree. But they're just my cheeky jams that just bop around in my yeah, well, I, think, yeah. I mean, I think there's a big difference between have some fun and cheeky jams because I mean, the first oh, one, and it's interesting, and it's interesting talking about uh, what's the what's the gentleman's name that helps you record them. Okay, so now and two different albums, two different producers. Yeah, so let, let's just talk. Have some fun. Yep. Who was that? That's so his. Well, it was um, Abe's Audio that did the. Well, I suppose the producing of the album. Yeah. And the guy who sang's name's Gavin Chan. Yep. And does Gavin work it? Abes. Abes. Yep. Yep. Because yep. I, I guess that's the thing. I mean, the one thing, so so I can assume the male voice yes. is not Cheeky the monkey because Cheeky is silent character. It is just Correct. purely and simply you have this other voice singing on it because <laughs> what's really nice and completely obscure about it is there's, you know, there's two of you singing on it and I actually assumed it was Cheeky. <laughs> But now that you're telling me that Cheeky is silent, that it's just this random dude sings with you. But it's nice. It's nice with the two of you. That created problems, let me tell you. Yeah, well, I mean, I Mm. guess guess it does. It it does as a listener from home Mm. when I'm just looking Mm. at a picture with you and a monkey, but it wouldn't if I'm sitting in one of your sessions, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because it's... It feels like it's a staggered album. It doesn't. It doesn't mean it doesn't feel like it's all married, but it feels a bit staggered. I mean, you go from like cockadoodle do to I love pizzas <laughs> to hula lula. I mean, that's a pretty. That's a pretty fancy array of styles. There's no, there's no theme there. I know. Hey, we're just having fun. Come on now. Yeah. I think you picked up that thing. Well, I think, I mean, you just explaining it. I mean, that was exactly what I was, um, that, that was it. I mean, as soon as you explained it, I went, yeah, that's how it sounds. It feels like you just went, oh, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm in Italy for the love Spin of the God. Wind. Let's do a pizza song and we'll sing one about Italian. That I Love Pizza song is just my number one streaming song. It is hilarious. Yeah, it's right. just crazy. Anyway, that's another story. Well, there's also, there is a nice mixture of the two of you. The, the sharing songs. I mean, how now that I know that it's some random guy at some random place yeah. and there's a silent <laughs> monkey on your arm, how did you how did you work out? Oh was it gosh. just song by song, or was it you going? No, okay. okay, I need to so sing he, one. So I now. received all the songs. I received all the songs that you know all came digitally. Obviously, never met the guy, and so then um, was all just part with it. It was in, within my budget that he do it, and I'm like, okay, yep, that's great. Like his voice tick because. I was not confident enough to do it myself because I'm right. not a singer, okay? And that's why never did I sing on my songs. And so then um, something happened. <laughs> we went and filmed our first dance-along video, which is Have Some Fun, and um, and I'm lip-syncing it, right? So we're running the audio. And then I get I get it back and go, what? I can't do this. So you were lip-syncing to the male. <laughs> exactly. Juanita. <laughs> 
ridiculous is that? And so, and so I'm like, oh my gosh, this is just ridiculous. I've got to go and record my voice on this song, okay? And so I'm like, oh my god, can I do it? Can I do it? Oh, stress pressure. And so um, off I went to the the studio in Brisbane. And all I could hear was his perfect voice in my head going, I've got a big act to follow, you know, I've got to, you know, how am I going to do this? Anyway, I did it. I am generally quite shocked you're not a singer though because I, cause it's, not, it's not necessarily about it's, – it's like there's, there's form in there. I mean there's, there's the way you sing shows technical understanding. Aww. Well, I don't know where that's come from. Yeah, neither do I. It's why I'm like clearly surprised. With my dancing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did the old song and dance in the school hall. Of course. (laughs) I think if you have an understanding of how performance works, you have a basic understanding of why certain things are important. You know what I mean? But it definitely comes out. Big fan of musical theatre, yeah. On that, so let's just quickly, this is less of a question and more of a comment. Um, Okay. Mysteries Under the Sea, it really Mm -hmm. is a beautiful song and I'm not surprised that it came second. Magical mysteries under the sea Magical land for you and me Creatures that swim around down under The water's so full of magical wonder But the soundscape and the recording is, is it's, it's a weird term, but it's really mature. I know that's a strange term to use, but for some reason that's how I felt. <laughs> it, what it felt like was like the theme track from an 80s John Candy spring break film. I I had like this image of like set in the 80s with all these kids at the local swimming pool and 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 a sort of, (laughs) yeah, it was amazing. The nostalgic trip for me was just instant. I was just like 12 again watching all these films and like wanting to, like, you know, I just, it was, it doesn't mean it was 80s. It was just something about, I don't know, it was just a very... I don't know, really, I think mature is the word. I don't think it's a yeah. fair word for it, but that's, I don't know, it's, it's a it's strange... It's definitely, the, the melody of it is probably one of my more complex songs, you know, like, especially mm. the chorus. And interestingly that you bring this up because I have just re-recorded that and I've sung it. And, um, oh, great. There you go. So it's not released or anything yet because we did it... Um, we just did a stack of filming and we needed Mysteries Under the Sea. And I was like, right, you got to put your big girl pants on one you got to sing that bad boy. <laughs> and so, and so I went off to the studio and I went, ooh, this is actually a bit tricky. <laughs> so yeah. Who wrote this song? <laughs> so, it's, yeah. so do you, are you writing the melodies as well? I mean, were you just sending well, them when through? You say, or? When you say write the melody, is that me singing it? Because I don't actually write the notes on a piece of paper. <laughs> so no, but I mean, I you're, just, the, you're the I one coming it. up no, going, it goes totally. like this. And totally. Da, da, da. Exactly. Yeah, okay, 100%. Yep. That's me. I sing into my voice, for, you know, the old, on the phone. I go, right, this is how yep. it goes. Yep. And this is, and, and I want this feel, this vibe, you know. Um, and that's exactly what they did. Obviously, we were channeling lots of, you know, beautiful, I mean, obviously, with The Little Mermaid, you know, mm. that beautiful Under the Sea song, which I've done many a dance to when I had the dancing school. Sure. And I thought, oh, I wish I had my own music back in those days. How fun would that have been? Creatures that swim around down under the water so full of magical wonder. So you've done this. You've You've... You then have a, I wouldn't say a break, but you sort of in 2018 you have the Jingle Jingle 
um, Christmas. Christmas. Because I needed, I needed a Christmas song. You needed a Christmas song. <laughs> then you had the Boogie Bones shake in 2019. Oh, my God. Assuming you needed a Halloween you song. You got it. And interestingly, the Boogie Bones also fits into our In Great Shape module, which is all about the skeleton and looking after our bodies. And, you does know, the it, old head bones connected to the neck. Yeah. <laughs> Does it, Juanita, or did you find a way to push it in there? Well, you know, the kids just loved it. Well, in in great shape, we have a gorgeous, you know, skeleton puzzle that the children learn, you know, to put together. And okay, fair so enough. So we talk about fair bones, yep. you know, and no, so then I'm like, enough. oh, right, I think we've got to get our boogie bones out. But I am a lover of Halloween, so that kind of tick two boxes. Yeah, you're why not? Absolutely. Exposed me. Yeah. But then... So we do that, and they're still pretty traditionally musically the same. So I'm guessing you're still using the same producer at this stage? No, I've flicked over. You have flicked over because then we yes. get to Cheeky Boogie Bones. Boogie Bones was the start of my new man. <laughs> well, here's the here's the interesting thing about the new man because then we get to 2020 and these are the, the and we get to Cheeky Jams, which is only just the beginning yep. of this year. Now, there's two things that leap out to me about this album. Now, the first thing is that you have made this big departure where you have clearly gone, it's about me now. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I've got confidence. And it happened. You could see it beginning in Jingle Jingle Christmas and Boogie Bones Skeleton. Yeah. And the question was why this? It was obviously because you've got... Do you have developed the confidence, but it must I have been a I point. Had to do it. Yes, yeah. well, I guess that's the difference, isn't it? There was a point in you you went, "This, ha- I can't, this is crazy. Yeah. I can't do it the other way anymore." Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I thought, I just got to own it. Got to do it myself. I can do this, you know. And it was really lovely. I got such wonderful response to Jingle Jingle Christmas, and um, it was interesting because I remember when Have Some Fun came out and all the centres, you know, were buying it and all the parents and everything, and I was getting this feedback. <clears throat> excuse me, saying, oh, um, actually, well, I was a bit disappointed because I just wanted to hear you sing. And and I really went, oh, okay. Well, oh, hang on, no, no, this, no, isn't, this isn't the Christmas song you're talking about, the other, no, uh, the other no, stuff. No, the first okay, album. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so that was something that was always in the back of my head. Like, okay, are people disappointed that they're not hearing me sing? They want to hear me sing? Oh, my gosh, really? Okay. Because mm. I'm just like a little tinky-tonker kind of during class. I'll just do it and then... During my sessions, I would I would just perform to the vocal songs, you know, that obviously I would sing mm. it on top of, mm. but never had the confidence to rip one out with the instrumental. It's, it's really fascinating. It's a really fascinating side of you and a really fascinating start to Cheeky Monkeys because I uh, Cheeky Monkey Club because it's not it's not not to focus in on it too much but it, it feels very out of character for someone who's very energetic very go-getter been dancing I mean dancing is about as as a as a you know singer myself but not all dancers, dancing but not all dancers can sing Benny no but but dancing to me is like I would you know that's the most self-conscious thing I could ever imagine apart from yeah. stand-up comedy so for you mm. to have the courage to do that and then to go oh but I don't want to sing like it's sort of it is a really weird thing to grapple with and it's nice mm. it's nice to see how it has grown because I think like it's a really nice journey and it feels like it's been a very natural one and at your own pacing that you've yeah. needed it to happen because the thing yeah. about Cheeky Jams is, you know, we have a different thing happen now because what what I feel about this is it feels like it's a bit more stripped back. It's got all these reimagined standards. Now, it's not stripped yeah. back in terms of it's, you know, less instruments. It's more... 
it becomes more about your storytelling and your journey as a performer. Yeah, yeah. there's um, a calmness to it. Yeah, in a but, way. And, but, but a presence. There's a real presence of yeah. you in it. I think that's the other thing. Like the other, the first album, um, have fun, have some fun. Was it was. No, I don't think frantic yeah. is the word, but it was about yeah. you getting stuff out and going, oh, my God, I'm going to get this one, yeah. I'm going to get this well, one. It was, was... As I said, it was just to use in my shows, you know. I just yes. needed I needed my own sh- – I needed songs written a certain way that I knew what dance step I wanted to do when and what word I wanted sung. And that yes. was it. Yeah. And, and mm. I feel with the second one, I feel like you you – it's more – conjoined with who you are with the children and all that kind yes, of stuff you're you're much on. more yeah. present with all of that um yeah. and it is much more stripped back and and it's more of a it has more of a live performance element except for the random dance break in pirates which is totally totally justified with pirates looking for treasure in any kind of weather and get your telescopes out Look about, we're going to turn the island inside out. Did you find it, what what was the writing process in this one? Because, okay, you've got a new producer now, so, I mean, are you you now going in and sitting at the desk with... Yep, yep, I do. It's a him, is that correct? It's a him, it's a him, amazing guy. Um, And do you sit with him and go, here's my ideas? I probably drive him crazy a little bit because I am. It's not, you know, I I haven't kind of... I, I turn... I send him exactly the same way, you know, I'll send him the um, the song or we'll just be in there and I'll go, I've got this idea for a song. He'll go, okay, sing it and I'll sing it and then he'll just start on the keyboard and then he'll find a backbeat and then he'll go, what kind of feel do you want and we'll talk about it um, and I'll go, oh, A, B or C and then I'll go, no, I don't like that. So it's very much I'm very involved with, you know, I suppose the final product. However, he does present things to me then where I just go, oh, my God, you're just amazing, mm. you know, and then he just puts his magicness, magicness, magicness his magic, totally. sparkle, <laughs> magic sparkle on it, you know. Um, so I'm very lucky to have him, you know, to be able to work alongside him. Was that um, a, how, how, how? Liber- and then I go in and record with him. I mean, at his studio as well. How, how liberating, or restrictive, or confronting, or really enjoyable was being able to be so present for the recording? Oh, love it! Amazing, you know. Like I'm really doing it, you know. As mm. opposed to just, I suppose. I mean, I was very proud of have some fun, you know. And I think, you know, writing the music and seeing it, it's like a baby. It comes to life, you know. But I suppose it never was really all me. Um, sure. And that's why I thought I had to have some. And then when I recorded Have Some Fun, it's like, oh, I can't just have one song on the album that's me. That's really strange. And so then I had to pick which ones I was comfortable to sing. Yeah. Um, so and then I sang, you know, I picked a couple of others and went, okay, that'll do. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> and, yeah, so because it's Hula Lula, which is another favourite. Stuck on a stick so I don't fall. see a bird I like to shout Hey you bird Out, out, out Oh well done scarecrows Oh no, here comes another bird We know what to do So in that recording process you are now doing this pullback version Again it's not musically pullback but you are 
you're changing, you know, as you say, it's not as high energy all the time. That's right. Um, was that hard? Also, as a dancer, where you just want to move and feel the movement, is it was yeah. it hard for you to kind of pull back a little bit and try to concentrate on a different element of the yes. songwriting? You know, I think, you know, over the years, you just see how the children can be engaged. I mean, there's levels of engagement, you know. So, for example, with Incy Wincy and Igsy Bigsy, the children just love the concept of this spider hiding in the autumn leaves. I mean, there's no dancing. It's all just hand actions. And mm. they are so extremely engaged with that, doing all the actions. And then you've got, um, I mean, I have another song that's not released yet, which we we sing live. And I sing it live now in so many of my songs I've got the instrumentals for um, that I haven't, you know, released. And so I'll just sing them live now. And there's another one that we do, which is Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star. But then it turns into Shiny, Shiny, Giant Star. Hmm. And we talk about it being the sun. And yeah, right. they love the transition from the little star to the big star. Mm. So, and it, there's not a lot of dance going on. It's just those actions, but they're still so incredibly engaged. And mm. maybe, maybe it's an age thing too, Benny, where I'm getting older. <laughs> so it's like, it's nice to kind of have that, to that sit down. Calm, but but it is nice <laughs> to have that sit down. Yeah, but I mean, like, okay, how many songs do I have to dance to? But uh, <laughs> so, but no, I love I love taking them on a journey, and that's what it feels like. It's like, okay, we start, we always start every show with have some fun. I just say to the children, I've got a question to ask you. And they just scream, like scream at me, are you ready to have some fun? You know, it's like, (laughs) oh, my God, they've been brainwashed. I love it, you know. So they know that that's the routine. That's what we start with. And they love that song to pieces. And then we always finish with go cheeky and say goodbye. And then all in the middle is just, you know, the theme content and of where I take them, where we're calm and we'll sing a little hand action song and then we'll do a problem-solving activity and then we'll discuss. And, and you know, I always – something that uh, – it's a little bit of a side, side tan- tangent, but I'll never forget very early days of Cheeky Monkey Club and, and I was a dance teacher, really, because I'm not educationally trained. You know, I'm not an early learning – an early, you know, educational mm, teacher. Mm. And then – so – and I remember just this is the way we're going to do it and then – this lady mother came up to me and she said, I just love what you're doing. She said, but I'm going to give you some feedback. Um, she said, it's really important for children to um, t- to tell you, you know, don't answer all the questions for them. Don't tell yeah. them how it's going to be. Don't, you know, let them explore the possibilities, you know, and that has stuck in my head like you would not believe and even just yesterday I was doing a session and one of the young teachers who's still you know getting her qualifications and we have this activity where I just have boxes and lids because we're preparing for Cheeky Monkey's birthday and I've got a gazillion boxes and lids all different colours and the children have to help me sort the right box the right lid we've got it it's a mess Mm. and they love it because they're really sorting them out, find the right box to live. And then they have to put them in their tower of colours. And the teacher starts to assemble the towers in the correct order of the largest on the bottom and the smallest on top. Oh. And I said, stop, stop. That's something they have to do and think about mm. and, and, and look at it to see Oh, do we like it like that? Is that yeah, that's fantastic? You've got the you've got the colours fantastic. You nailed that, mm. you know. But how about we look at the 
possibilities of putting the largest on the bottom and the smallest one on the top, you know. But that was a perfect example of, of the teacher just, you know, and, and it's like, mm, you needed to have that little lady tell you, that, you Not, know, well, you let know, them go, let them go. Absolutely, them but, uh, but, but mm. what's kind of nice about that comment and you relaying that story is it winds right back to what I was sort of originally trying, I guess, to get across about the party and, and getting ready for the the birthday party as opposed to mm. turning five and getting ready for school is, mm. you know, you've got to be, you need to be prepared to go where they are interested because the other thing is which I think people really misunderstand is your your ability to have a bigger impact is only is only available when they are engaged on a level that they want to be engaged in yeah, or they're right. engaged in the thing that's interesting them. They can listen and pay attention to something and be, you know, and have fun. But if they are part of what the solutions are being made, that's a different type of learning and that's a different type of engagement yeah. that people don't, that not a lot of people understand. And, and it's really quite astute. And, and that's kind yeah. of why I wanted to bring it up because not a lot of people, you know, you can have a pre prescribed idea. And that's great. But mm-hmm. within that pre prescribed, I'm really confusing myself <laughs> now. But within that prescribed idea, you must have the notion of a tangent and being prepared to engage what they want to do because yeah, they're in control to a degree. Yeah, <laughs> so, well, totally. Yeah, but it's like yeah, it's like you yeah. know. I mean, it's like getting a puppy to sit down and watch something on the television. I mean, mm, it, it just mm. it's not interested in doing it. You yeah. know, and yeah. mm. you know, not that's terrible to to compare children to puppies, but you you get the idea of what I'm saying. Um, yeah. But look. I, Comes through, and I think it comes through on the album, Juanita. And I and I think you telling that story, it's really beautiful. It's a really beautiful story because you can hear it in this album, and it's not there in the first album. Musically, mm. you're there, and it's great and yeah. it's fun. Yeah. But this album is, this album is you are considering the audience, which is again goes back to what I said in the introduction: is a lot of people can perform, but a lot of people, but not a lot of people can actually be more focused on the audience than the performance. Off we go to outer space Our rocket is zooming all over the place Up we go to float about There's a shooting star Look out! I love what I do, you know, and I think the one one other really lovely aspect of the, of the program that I've written is that Children, are, you know, there are there are so many different styles of of learning, of course, and but also what interests a child, you know. And I think when I wrote the program, I was really mindful that not all children like to dance, real, you know. They're not all not no. all children like even to you know to be creative or to sing or um, to problem solve. And so mm. that's why I kind of it's a real cross section in the program. So there's something for every child, mm. and it's incredible the amount of times. I mean, I've been doing this since my seventeenth year. Jeez. The amount of times that a teacher has come to me and said, "I have never seen that child do blah 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 because they've never been interested to." It's almost like you trick them into a way of experimenting and exploring that different genre of learning, you know, because they trusted you in that part that they really enjoyed. Yeah. 
you yeah. know, so it's yeah. like you kind of yeah, suckered them in. <laughs> no, it's, a bit, it's a really beautiful way of putting it. It is. It's trust. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's the trust for everyone yeah. to feel a bit vulnerable. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a trust for everyone yeah. to feel vulnerable and be okay Absolutely. with it, you know, and that's and that not happens. easy. And that's no, not no. actually easy to do. That's no, really no. not easy to no. do. I get that um, all the time, which is lovely. Very rewarding. You did just a couple more questions and I'll let you go. This <laughs> this album, you did start with, with what I have since learnt not Cheeky Monkey, but... <laughs> But you've you've opted not to re-sing the actual cheeky monkey theme song. Who's the monkey that claps the bit? That one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I had in my head that I'd start and finish the same way. In retrospect, I probably shouldn't have done that. But it did. It was a little COVID related, where I had to get the album out, and I was a little short on songs. Don't tell anyone. Yeah. So I kind of thought. I kind of thought, you know what? And it's a fun way to start the album because it's a song that that. that um, it's it's like a little bit of a, uh, you know, it's a it's a nice it's introduction. A thing, let's yeah. just say, I mean, yeah. Look at his, it's, but yeah, it's, it's not me. You're right, and but I've got a new one now. It's all about cheeky's banana bites. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, look, so. it's, like, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just think with the maturity that has clearly happened between the two albums and you as a, <laughs> as a performer or whatever, I don't know if it's maturity so the right word. The, you're listening to the second album going, okay, here we go again. <laughs> God, who is this, who's this cheeky monkey dude? Um, oh, my gosh. Kate. No, I just, I mean, just particularly in hearing the story, it kind of felt like it would have been an ideal transition for you to go, you know what, new slate. But then again, at the same yeah. time, there's, nothing wrong with consistency i mean it works well yeah i um, mean yeah I, I need to re-record say goodbye i see there you go i need to do it all thanks benny yeah you need to fix it all, all fix the website do it all <laughs> fix the new outfit again you monkey bigger one big one oh that needs God. two you know hands of red pants and jeans i've got i'll tell you what there's no more purchasing of clothes <laughs> so. listen to my heart hear the sound of the beat it makes when i'm sitting down it goes boom I listen to um, listen to my heart. It's just a really beautiful, clever idea, and it kind of feels like a really nice idea that came from someone who is into movement and understands movement. Um, was there a bit of a eureka moment with that song? Did you just kind of go, "Oh my god, let's just change the tempo with the heartbeat"? Yeah, hundred percent. Because it's it kind of just, just really, it's really sweet. So it's a really simple. lovely Thank thing. You. The children, we did it today. The children love it because it is something that they can sing along with. It's repetitive, you know, it's like pirates looking for treasure. And that's the thing I was finding that the children love that, you know, that singability of a song where you could, they they feel confident to know all the words, you know, and that's something that's more difficult when the song's more complex. And so when I write a song, I love it when it's simple because I know that the, the children will be able to sing it and own it. Mm. Um, whereas the more complex songs... I have to put movement to it and teach the child, and that's why I'll do the dance videos to help them learn the words, mm. you know. So um, so listen to my heart again. It comes back from it, it belongs to the 
a module that's called In Great Shape. That's all about exercise because Cheeky eats too many bananas and so he goes to the doctor because he's got a it's got a funny tummy. And so uh, we keep finding banana peels everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> we find banana skins everywhere and the children think that's the funniest thing ever. But then they really nurture and look after him because yeah. we get the stethoscope out, we listen to the heart and I have obviously a sound effect that is a heartbeat. And Very it's cool. a healthy heart. And so I put the stethoscope in and we listen and we can hear the boom, boom. And their faces just go, oh, it sounds good, you know. And so then we'll, and then I listen to mine and it sounds good. And then we'll do some exercise and then we listen again and, and it's a faster heartbeat. Yeah, and right. so that's kind of how – and so we've got the real heartbeat and then we go, I've got a song about that. Let's let's make our hearts pump in by doing all different exercises and it just evolved you know and i think just, yeah, it's just knowing really, how that repetition works yeah you know? and, and it's just a really i just found it to be a really simply sophisticated way to introduce so many ideas i mean even just tempo and all you know there's just so much mm-hmm. there's awesome. a surprisingly large amount of stuff going on in that song yeah just wrapped around this really seemingly simple yeah. idea, you know? That's my program, Benny, though. It's so many simple things that teachers will come up and go, did you know you're going blah, 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 you know, all of this and, and that's connected to this and I'll yeah, go, oh, yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah, I do it without really knowing. Yeah. <laughs> so, because you so say, yeah, mate, what a shame I can't get a degree. Yeah, apologies to any teachers <laughs> listening out there that have spent years at university. I know. Um, but, you know. I think what's really yeah. lovely about the journey that you've just sort of given us and explained to us, Juanita, is that, is that it, it is it has been a real journey. Like it's been a real pathway that you've been on. Not that it's a free-for-all, but it's not set in stone. It's a very it's a very yes. fluid concept and, the and whole product. Idea that- yeah, that's right. That everyone can belong, you know, mm. and um, we can all help come together, live happily ever after. In the treehouse, but not too with, with not too many bananas, otherwise you'll get sick. No, exactly. Um, Juanita Ryder, on behalf of myself and the millions and millions of people that will <laughs> listen to this podcast, I um, want to say thank you very much for taking your time uh, today, taking your time, taking out time to talk to me today about everything Cheeky Monkey Club and everything you do. And really, from a teacher's perspective, thank you very much. Thank you for considering and thank you for paying attention to the things that are valued by us educators with the children that we try to reach out to. So thank you very much. My pleasure, Benny. Thank you for having me. It's been fun. If you'd like to know more about Juanita and her work, then visit www.cheekymonkeyclub.com.au. And, of course, for more Benny Time goodness, head along to www.bennytime.com. Thanks for listening to me, Benny, asking Juanita questions. Juanita.